0: Welcome to the 3B3 Podcast, a weekly look at the world of hockey with your hosts, Cassie, Pat, and Patrick.
1: So are we ready for our question from last week?
0: I don't think we're going to get any more ready. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So my question was, and, again, the NHL will not do any of our suggestions, but, hey, you know, it'll give other podcasts thing to, things to talk about this coming week.
0: And steal from us.
1: Yes. <laughs> I, prefer to re- I prefer to think of it as inspiring others rather than stealing. Anyway, so um, what do you think the NHL should do to take advantage of a longer off season?
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> find a way to get Jeremy Jacobs to sell the Bruins?
1: Oh my god, yes. I, mean, uh,
0: I never thought uh, I would
1: feel bad for Bruins fans, but <laughs> here we are.
0: I, I'm i just... You know? You know. But the, um, Go ahead, Pat.
2: The fans still buy tickets, so I don't find... You don't feel that bad for them.
1: True.
0: Yeah, but they're crushed in like you know, prisoners of war being transported from one camp to another via train. After they redid the seats at the TD Garden.
2: Well, they could be smart like Senators fans and not show up. <laughs>
1: Right, because like
2: that is one them. way to force a sale. <laughs> Unfortunately, it would take a lot longer in their case to break apart that empire of concessions, whatever oh, that uh, Jacobs used to uh, buy the team.
0: Oh my God, you said empire, and I just now I want to go Photoshop. Jeremy Jacobs
2: is the emperor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: unlimited power.
1: Oh,
2: he? <laughs> I don't know, I think the emperor talks too much compared to Jacobs. So mm. maybe he, may, maybe he's an emperor clone.
0: He does extemporize quite a bit. Yeah.
2: It's true.
0: Unlike unlike Jeremy Jacobs is just like mm-hmm. Although we're, we're we're not in the owners meetings, right? So he could just be like No, he
1: has lackeys for that. He has lackeys to like dictate the terms to the rest of the owners.
2: And that's why Gary gets paid so well.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is true. Um, Before I derail the whole conversation, if you wanted to answer, Pat, I mean, that's honestly my answer is trying to force Jeremy Jacobs to sell.
2: Completely revamp day-to-day operations for a team. Cause the word I keep hearing so much in interviews with uh, who was it? Steve Mayer with Craig Custance on his podcast this week and uh, reading, I think Eric to in the athletic talking about press availability. I keep hearing about how much the schedule is compressed. I think every team's hockey ops needs to be working with serious trainers to come up with a practice and workout schedule for during the season to lessen the load on the players so that they don't break down quite as much. They're at their peak more often. So even in an 82 game regular season, we're still getting you know the best out of the athletes in let's say mid to late February, as you do in October. And that way free up there their on ice and workout responsibilities so maybe they have you know an extra 30 minutes a week to talk to a reporter in a casual setting as opposed to skating you know five out of 7 days a week
1: see i i'm going with while the nhl is being all kinds of creative in how to Ex, you know, pick up the season or pick up playoffs or do a tournament to like determine the the draft order and all of that stuff, I'm thinking they should continue to brainstorm how they can just redo everything. Because, I mean, you know, from the draft, from free agency, from the award show, uh, playoffs I think are pretty much good as they are. Um, Just everything else, though, I mean, again, managing players' um, work schedules, that is, you know, like you were saying, Pat, with working out and and all of that, Um, just everything. It's like if you're going to sit there and brainstorm about schedules, why not just go ahead and take that extra step and brainstorm about everything? How can you improve it?
2: Well, they don't have enough people on the payroll at the moment to do those sort of things. So they gotta pick and choose their spots. Ow. Ow.
1: I was gonna go with they don't have the imagination or um, the uh, interest or assertiveness to actually go ahead and do that sort of thing. They would rather just toe the line and do what they've always done because that takes minimal effort, but okay. (laughs)
2: I mean, that is also true. So that's why I figured I'd key in on, on kind of the the workout and the non-game preparation, non-game day preparation for teams because basically every every team's head trainer and individual player trainers are working with these guys to figure out what can you do in your homes now. What can you do to stay ready under circumstances that you have a week to jump into, you know, NHL play as a team, you know, they might get to skate, you know, a week or two beforehand, but how do they, how, how do they ramp up? And so they're already thinking about this stuff. So why don't you take it a step further once you have guys, you know, into their at home routines and take it a step further. Figure out what they can do on a week-to-week basis. Because once you get into, I'll just call it game shape, as far as skating, you don't need to skate every day. You know, is is this the opportunity we, we can finally kill off morning skates for good? Workers of the world unite.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, Patrick, please derail us now. <laughs> um, I was just sitting there doing the whole thing of the owners' meetings, and Jerry, Jeremy Jacobs as the emperor and trying to figure out who the Jar Jar Binks of owners would be.
2: Hmm. Mark Chipman? We Means tr- well... Every, everything the focus is in the right place, but he makes some terrible decisions that screw everything up.
0: <laughs> I was going to go with, <laughs> with MLSE, but because <laughs> it's death by committee with that organization. Yes. But I like Chip. Chip, it's good.
1: See, I, while you were thinking that, I was thinking who would be Darth Vader. Cam
0: Neely? I'm going to go with Jeff Molson.
2: Mm. Mm. You know, his, it, his heart's in the right place, but he's too gullible and susceptible to... Uh,
0: he's He's got that malicious side to him occasionally, you know, like with the whole thing with John Scott. And, you know, he was doing others bidding, probably Jeremy Jacobs bidding you know and maybe what but you but you see the good can you know there's still good in him i can feel it you know <laughs> yes i'm but, sorry but you, know that,
1: you know that you know owning montreal and being in montreal just just destroys his soul ultimately
0: <laughs> well i mean that's you know that's what eats him alive and that's that's what festers the hate is is yes. the media in montreal mm-hmm. um <sighs> I'm kidding. Two of them are very lovely people. (laughs) I kid, I kid. It's at least three. Um,
1: I I kind of. Kind of you kid.
0: (laughs) Kind of. Um, Speaking of media.
1: Uh
0: Uh-oh. I've been loving the clamoring all of them have been doing to try and find content. They were so, I mean, obviously nobody's prepared for this, but oh my god. Has everyone just been like scrambling to find things to talk about that are hockey related?
2: Uh, Don't mind me. I'm just stretching in the background here. Please continue.
0: (laughs) Yeah, seriously.
1: You you don't like Getzlav's chicken coop?
0: okay now i did not <laughs> i did they, not watch either of those what? But you guys what? you guys will have to fill me in we
2: cassie you can fill in the details of this but like everything that is the nhl the greatest things the leak lucks into and that is one of them.
1: So, so is it the NHL that's putting on these videos? I don't know. They're doing um, yeah, So each
2: for four days last, division. yeah. Each division, there are two videos, video conference calls over something that'll fail probably next week. Um, each division, there are eight guys. Um, they split it up into two calls, and so four guys from from four different teams are just talking to different. You know, it's basically a press availability based on conference. So they did this for four days, uh, two sets of videos per day. And the highlight was in the background. uh, I believe Ryan Getzlaff was showing Logan Couture, the chicken coop he was building.
1: Yes. So they're talking about, you know, what they're doing in the meantime and, and Ryan Getzlaff, picks up his computer or whatever he's using to video conference with walks out to his backyard and shows everybody the chicken coop that he is building in the middle of this press availability sort of thing
0: now were people there asking questions of them or were they just sort of talking to each other a bit of both okay because i just i just followed it all on I just saw the Twitter out. I've been heads down at work, amazingly enough. So,
1: because, so, so like, and here's another like interesting tidbit is that Logan Couture has a book club.
0: Why does this not surprise me?
1: <laughs> so, he was trying to rope other people into joining his book club.
0: My God. <laughs> I didn't know Couture is French for Oprah. Um <laughs> <laughs>
1: Logan, <laughs> Logan Couture.
0: <laughs> oh my God, he has an actual. I mean, good on him. You know.
1: It, yeah, no, good for him. It, it's just, it was just at one least of it's
0: those... not a okay. At least it's not a drinking club. You know. So... Well, see,
1: it was it was the last one that was the most interesting. The rest of them didn't really like have a lot to say. I mean, I well, guess of not. Crosby and Ovechkin both agreed that they should start playoffs. Immediately, as soon as they're able to, rather than finish the season and start playoffs. But other than that, there was really nothing terribly noteworthy about the previous ones. It was the Western Conference Pacific Division one (laughs) that that was the most interesting of them all. (laughs) That where all the
0: characters came out.
1: Yeah, so it was uh, um, Marc-Andre Fleury, Brian Getzlav, Logan Couture. And who was the other guy? I can't remember who the other guy was right now.
2: Uh, you said Flurry, Couture, Gatsleff, and... Give it to me. Uh, Kopitar.
1: Yes. Okay. Kopitar didn't really seem to have a lot to say, but
2: yeah. He, he was too tired from doing push-ups with his kids on his back.
1: Yeah.
0: I thought he was just going to pull the I'm here so I won't get fined thing. <laughs> um,
1: Maybe. <laughs> um.
0: The reason I brought that clamoring to find content it's been hysterical listening to the podcasts, oh my God, yes, I mean ours is ours is obviously in no way insulated from any of this, but the other ones that do a lot of weekly recaps or pontificating over the season have really been like, uh, here's a thing <laughs> um. I absolutely adore what Hockey Central has been doing, letting Brian Burke executive produce by that just wrangling guest because his Rolodex is massive. And just the litany of coaches and and people they've had on have actually told some pretty good stories. I mean, they're obviously not going to go full in depth with some of the, you know, the gut buster type stories, but they've let some good ones out. At least there's, you know... Something.
2: <laughs> yeah, you, you can tell the goofy off-the-wall podcasts are doing just fine to the point where, you know, now they're... I, I'm just going to single out Puck Soup. Their, their bonus episodes are basically their regular episodes now, and now they're just doing TV reviews on their Patreon. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Which... But, hey, it's giving me something different to watch or to listen to. Um, Surprisingly, the best one I listened to was uh, Steve Mayer, who's the chief content officer for the league, was on the full 60 with Custance. And they actually discussed this. Like, you guys are hurting. Like, yeah, you're, you're going out of your way to try and find stuff. And in a roundabout way, he he basically admitted the league doesn't have the rights to air a lot of game videos, and that's why you don't see a lot of games on NHL Network. Why instead there is, you know, today for instance, one, two, three, all three episodes of the 2020 road to the Winter Classic uh, airing at twice. They're uh-huh. pulling a TBS or TNT. Um, that's why the pause bitch vault is so limited. And part of it uh-huh. may being getting, you know, video archives moved from one old provider to a new provider and re-encoding things and a bunch of geeky nerdy terms. I won't go into, but it seems like, They were very ill-prepared for this, and it's going to be a slow and probably painful process to crank out new things.
0: I am gobsmacked they don't own
2: the rights. Well, I imagine there are some limits, and this is how the NHL was able to pull the rights deals from Sportsnet and NBC – and we can say the, the Sportsnet deal was a home run for the league. NBC was a was a leadoff double, and the player was stranded at second base. To use another sport analogy, <laughs> um,
1: see, and they're just—I can't believe how stupid they were that they didn't keep some ownership rights for that. You know, it's like we'll share the rights. What the hell? Who was the person who just sold them entirely and gave the NHL nothing but, like, one brief payday?
0: (laughs) That's just, wow, because, I mean, I know, I mean, Rogers obviously pretty much bought Hockey Night in Canada. Not the CBC, obviously, but Hockey Night in Canada, so that, those old CBC games should be part of that package, which means you've got every hockey night in Canada or the playoffs Canadian-based for ages. But how does the league let TSN or ESPN or Sports Channel or USA Network, which amazingly enough I believe is still owned by NBC, so that shouldn't be an issue, but here we are. Maintain the rights to all that crap when it's their property.
1: Yeah. Wow. I mean, don't they hold the copyright? Doesn't doesn't the NHL hold the copyright? Isn't that what's on everything? Is that this is copyrighted by the National Hockey League blah blah blah. Doesn't yeah, that give them the right to broadcast their own stuff?
0: Well, rebroadcast is probably a partnership with the broadcaster. The original rights holder. Because it's their likenesses, it's their staff, it's their imagery, it's all that crap.
1: God, they're such idiots. Oh my God. Uh, How do you do that? How do you just hand everybody over everything that's yours? uh,
0: (laughs) I mean, we are kind of... I don't want to jump off the bridge too far. Just bungee jump and see if I can touch the water. But it (laughs) kind of sounds... I mean, it's a little bit of speculation, but that kind of sounds. If they don't own the rights to it, I mean, if that—that's what Steve Mayer said. That's wow. That kind of sounds what it like like it might be a case where they just the the broadcaster remain retained the rights to the video, but they can't show it without the permission of the NHL, and the NHL can't show it without the rights holder signing off on it. It would not surprise me at all if it was one of those types of things.
1: Now I understand why they don't they don't make money on their TV deals.
0: It's cuz they gave away the farm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> Please show my sport, you know. That's kind yeah. of what we're dealing with.
2: Please show my sport. I mean,
1: if if they were smart, and whoa, obviously they're whoa, not. Whoa,
0: whoa there! Whoa <laughs> like, there, Cassie! What oh,
1: were we just saying? Uh, if they were smart, they would start buying up the rights right about now. Because <laughs> it's not like it's not like other networks are going to be airing that stuff. For them, Is that's just <laughs> yeah. I mean, for them, it's just like space that's being taken up. No one's good. I mean, I, I know NBC Sportsnet is right now, but, uh, I mean, like TBS or, um, you know, OLN or whatever, Versus. It's like ESPN, mm-hmm. you know, why aren't they buying those rights back now? I mean, I realize that they're not having, a, they're not making money fans coming to games i get that but they could actually be making money off of you know viewers if they bought it back (laughs) well it's a crazy concept i know but
0: (laughs) i'm just gonna sigh heavily sigh
1: i refer to it as a long-suffering sigh
2: and speaking of long-suffering size and broadcast rights, um, so I was hoping to rewatch the 2018 Women's Gold Medal game today. Oh, God. And instead, I got to see a two-hour compressed version of said game. Uh, and man, was that disappointed, especially given, you know, the rest of the broadcast schedule where there, there's no other Olympic games being shown on NBCSN of any kind. And the broadcast schedule on NBC's network from, you know, there was a one-hour lead-in with basically Skype and FaceTime interviews with individual athletes that were preparing to go to the summer games this summer. And now that's getting pushed off. And it was just like, this is the most boring broadcast. So I switched to a YouTube uh, video of uh, the Charlotte Checkers uh, Calder Cup win instead, just because my kids were eating lunch at the time. So I was like, oh, let's watch some nice lead in into this women's game. And uh, the fact that they compressed it, one, it's like, would this have happened to a men's
1: game? Yes. Yes. They've been doing that. That's actually every <laughs> every game has that has been broadcast has been in a 2-hour slot and so they've compressed every Why? single game Stanley Cup games, you know, playoff games, every single game they broadcast not just the women's has been put into a 2-hour slot. And so yeah. they've edited things down to fit that slot.
0: And that is the answer to the question why every it's a two-hour slot because if you leave the full broadcast you're dealing with two hours 10 two hours 15 two hours 20 and you're either backfilling a half hour of commercials which nobody wants to buy or you've got 15 minutes because everyone still loves to do things on the top or the bottom of the hour when it comes to tv programming so two hours you have a fixed slot you know you also the other thing is you also know when commercial breaks are coming in and you can resell ads because you've stripped the ads from the rest of the game so yes someone did work in the advertising industry i won't say who it is me
1: (laughs) so yeah i actually had to like on twitter earlier someone was complaining about Would they do this to a man's game? And I'm like, um, from what I understand, yes, every single game that's been broadcast has been put in a two-hour slot and everything's been edited down.
0: Rebroadcast.
1: Yes, thank you. Rebroadcast,
2: yes. Which is, which, this should lead us right back to your question to kick off the episode, Cassie. How to fix it so we're not having close to three-hour games, despite what the NHL says and that games are, you know, they're within their perfect window having attended a number before the pause games felt like they were starting a little later and ending later. Like their runtime was, was getting up into the two forties.
1: It's usually your, your average game. And I've, and I've kept track of this because of blogging and also because like, I wanted to go to sleep. Um, (laughs) Some games is it. For at least the last 20 years, most games run about 240, two hours and 40 minutes from start from from the top of the hour, not the puck drop to the actual end of the game. It's usually two hours and 40, two hours and 45 right in there.
0: You mean broadcast?
1: If it's a broadcasted game, if it's a live game, you don't have the commercial breaks and it's not a broadcasted game, then it tends to be a little bit shorter, 235. But but it's still going to be around 240 as it stands, and it has been for at least 20 years that I've like been keeping track of it.
0: Did, now, I have to ask, Cassie, did you push your glasses up on your nose before you started throwing stats out at us?
1: <laughs> I am not wearing my glasses.
0: <laughs> and, did, and did you have to watch the game, nerd?
1: Uh, I, I used to play the game, nerd. Um <laughs> yeah,
0: your correct answer would have been yes. The only way to stat that is to watch the game.
1: Right. So so and the only again, the only reason I know that is because, you know, watching games. I usually would go to sleep around nine thirty and games start at seven and I'd be looking at the clock going, is how much past nine thirty is this thing gonna go? <laughs> And so that's how come I know <laughs> it has nothing to do with like keeping tabs on things. It's, it's, you know, I'm looking at it going, Oh God, this is going to overtime. Oh God, this is going to a shootout. I'm not going to go to bed before like ten fifteen. <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> well, you know, that sounds like an East coast problem, not a West coast problem. <laughs> mm,
1: it is a, it is a wherever you're watching a game in your time zone that starts at seven o'clock problem i have no problem watching games on the on the west coast from the east coast because i don't
2: <laughs> no no what what the real problem is is employers problems where they just need to condense the work day to five or six hours five days a week enough of this 40 hour crap so we and can being
1: call. paid the same yeah,
2: well yeah because we'd actually probably be more productive more than likely. Yeah,
1: see, I could oh. pull out some stats for that, but I'm not going to right now because Patrick apparently doesn't appreciate that sort of thing. <laughs> nope. Okay, well, I I was I I did push up my glasses,
2: my um, <laughs> notepad here, and was doing some quick math. And if you were to keep the intermissions at 18 minutes to let the arenas do whatever their fun giveaway, because the sponsor paid money to do it, it's potty breaking,
0: uh, concession sales, and ice
2: repair. Come on. Yes. And... 10
1: minutes for ice repair of two Zambonis though
2: well the ice needs to sit <laughs> for a minimum of five, 8 minutes with nothing happening on it so when they set the 18 minute timer for those intermissions those Zams have to be on at 1430 yes I, I know all the breakdown but what, what they really need to focus on is how can they compress one period's worth of play commercials what have you into 35 minutes or less
1: to give, you your, to
2: give you your, give you a, <laughs> no, they get rid of all the whistles. Call how, how do you get rid of whistles and how can you get advertisers to sponsor segments of periods with like soccer does like certain Olympics events do heck even, you know, stock car and open wheel racing does where you can continue the game without large stoppages.
1: Is that allowed on TV? No. I didn't think so. <laughs>
0: I'll just I'll just throw that right there. No. I
1: mean, FCC is okay with that.
0: FC, FCC wouldn't have any complaints about it. It's not an FCC issue. No, it's, it's a know. Jeremy
2: Jacobs issue, and our our.
0: Do you know how fast your local broadcasters, both radio and television, would start throwing hissy fits?
2: oh i do i do i have enough people that work in the the local i'm not i'm not talking about cable i'm talking about you know network that mm-hmm. works network stations and yes they will throw hissy fits but isn't that it's just a problem that needs to be solved and, and selling sell your souls to broadcasts to solve all the NHL's problems, will it? They'll just end up in this endless loop. It,
1: does it, it really solved? Uh well, you know the 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 reporters who actually do the game recaps at the end of the game would greatly appreciate shorter games because that means they would be able to like finish everything on deadline. <laughs>
0: okay, okay. So those are what like twenty out of eighteen thousand people in the arena. And pretty much yeah <laughs> 18 or 30,000 watching at home we're going to you know we're going to lower the bar for writers i mean not not to be that guy but i'm going to be that guy
2: really
1: No, i'm just saying that, that that's probably the only group of people that would appreciate that the most. <laughs> no no
2: it's it's the people that work for the team that do like 9 to 5 jobs and then have, you know, 41 to 82 nights of overtime.
0: I'm sure the equipment managers would absolutely love it because they'd be in and out of the arenas faster. I'm sure the concession staff would probably like to get home earlier, but...
2: No, for me, it's more a, a quality of play. The best, most entertaining games are the ones with fewer and fewer whistles, fewer and fewer stoppages, to the point where I'm thinking... Maybe it's time to introduce the stop clock. It's never going to happen. But 20 minutes of actual gameplay doesn't need to stretch over 45 minutes. How how can we cut that down by 10 minutes, let's say?
1: Does basketball play a full 60?
2: Yes, they do. No. Over the
0: course of, yes, they do over the course of – no, they play 48 over the course of three 40. hours. They play Yes.
1: That's that's how you do it. That's the only way you can do it. Is cut each period by five and do 15-minute periods instead of 20-minute periods.
0: So I'm going to use each each
1: minute each minute of gameplay. Again, clock watching because I wanted to go to sleep is roughly two minutes of live time. Correct.
2: Yes.
0: I'm going to say something, and it's going to be very controversial. Um, we all agree that water fills Water will seek out to fill The space that it's put in, correct? Yes Meetings fill the time that is allotted for a meeting Regardless of so, yes. <laughs> Work Expands to fill the time To overflow the time of work you have To do it in Broadcasts will overflow The time that they're allotted in games will overflow the time they're allotted in it's gonna happen you can you can tweak this all you want but basketball is four quarters of 12 minutes right Mm -hmm. how long does the last five minutes take
1: oh you have to tell me a third right i I grew up watching football and i know that more can happen in the last two minutes of a football game that can happen for the previous 58. <laughs> I,
0: I, I'm not talking about football because at least there's some constraints and they introduced the stop clock after two minute warning and right. you've got timeouts.
1: Right.
0: Like, uh, But well, basketball well, has an expansive amount of timeouts and right. they're all used in the last five minutes of either the first half or the game. Mm-hmm it will expand to find it will expand to fill the time that it's needed to finish it you know if we if we cut down and say okay we do the quarters and then a half time and then quarters again that half time will start expanding the The break between quarters will start expanding because they'll want to get ad breaks in
1: no i agree they'll, no i, I agree with what you're saying is that is that it doesn't matter because they'll fill up the extra time that is Taken away from gameplay to do advertising. Yeah.
0: Or, yeah. You know... Because it
1: makes them money. Right. Yeah. No, I know.
0: And the players are going to love it because it is our favorite term, HRR. So, I mean, yeah, you could sell it, but...
1: No, I know. Instead of games starting at 7.05, they would start at 7.15 and there's your 10 there's 10 minutes added right there and then they would probably add five more minutes to each period intermission that's 10 more minutes and then they would do like post game interviews and things to extend the end time and that's another 10 minutes and therefore and you've just lost the 30 minutes that you gained by cutting 5 minutes off of each period
0: so my next question would be um. Uh, all the pregame preamble stuff because puck drop usually starts around 7.15 or puck drop 7.15 or 7.20 somewhere in there
1: if it's a nationally broadcast game yes if it's a locally Even broadcast it... game not necessarily
2: 7.07 if it's a US versus US matchup 7.08 if it's U.S. versus Canada,
0: which you just touched on it by calling out that whole thing.
2: Oh yeah, I would love to get rid of that, but
0: <sighs> you're you're assuming the Canadian, you're assuming the American
2: anthem only takes a minute. <laughs> well, certain teams they schedule everything. No, I I get per, it per per the broadcast. So if they have a. Um, an individual who likes to go on runs, bleeding you just bump, You just bump up their start start time just enough so they get that 7:07 drop, um, because not all broadcasters like to to show the anthems. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just to say that.
0: Yes. Exactly. Some will cut away to commercials and cut right back just before the last sort of they do the last twirl around the ice and they do the puck drop, the official puck drop, not the. Um, Ceremonial. Ceremonial,
2: yeah. Yeah, man, uh, I almost never show that. Thank goodness, because those should die.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, you a- as a former journalist, there was nothing I, I I hated more than the grip and grin photos. And, that, and the ceremonial puck drop is the hockey equivalent of that. It's just like, unless Scotty Hartnell is there to egg on two guys to actually try and win a face-off, I want no part of it. <laughs> mm, you are just, you, man, you're
0: like the you're, you're like the iron Rand of fun. You <laughs> want to wanna suppress it and continue
1: and, I, I, and Just want to watch the game, man. I just want to watch the game. <laughs> want to watch the game, or
2: if you're gonna do this thing over and over again, make it fun instead of. Watching two guys with really terrible smiles, which I'm raising my hand. I, I'm a terrible <laughs> smile. There's a reason I use a bobblehead as an avatar. Um, <laughs> it's just, it, it's the same thing that you see trotted out there, you know, 20 plus times for each individual team during the course of the season.
1: Well, I mean, it's not sure. for the players. It's for the people they're recognizing.
0: And the fans to recognize them.
1: Yes. The players are just like window dressing, really. Oh,
2: that's it's, so. That's so, no, cool. no. so many levels. I was going to say they're they're movie extras. They're just you know happen to be caught on camera, so they freeze. They're there for the walla.
1: They're there for the free food. Um, but yeah, so I mean, they're not. It, it has nothing to do with the players that are doing the face off, the ceremonial face off. It's the team or arena, or owner, or whoever, recognizing someone in the community to make them look like their community-involved team. Um, it's, all, it's all PR. Um, to do that, have a photo op, escort everybody off, you're done.
0: Sell a few extra seats for that game. If you yeah. have your single tickets.
1: Family, or, friends.
0: You know, Here we're celebrating the Boy Scouts of America. We blocked aside... 200 seats
2: you mean three games right we're talking about the st louis blues
0: well i was throwing them out because they were the first ones off the top of my (laughs) head but unfortunately yes hockey is for every boy scout um apparently they're gonna have all 600 of them um yeah they just set aside 100 200 seats and say come on get your organization here and we'll give you a night Money, 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 money. Nice money. PR.
1: And then, you know, it's on TV, so it's like, oh, look, the team is recognizing this group. That's so great. Goodwill for the community and all of that.
0: Well, when they do the homeopathic equine um, psychology <laughs> association, I will be sure to smile as I do my and grin.
2: <laughs> that I will tune in for.
1: No, I think I'll just watch that over Twitter. Thanks. Now, what Now,
0: now what team would be most apt to do that? Nashville. Nope. No. Ooh.
1: Nope. Not for your equine thingy nope. thingy thingy? Nope.
0: Not for the homeopathic
1: equine psychology. Oh, right. Because it's the homeopathic part that, that Nashville right. looks like. You're right. Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It would, it would probably be San Jose.
0: No, tech tech people aren't down with that.
1: Hmm.
0: Answers hmm. answers right kind of there. Raleigh rela- now relationship. <laughs> day.
1: I'm just thinking about places with horse farms. <laughs> no,
0: no, 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 like... no. No, no, no. No. Not just horse farms. You got the cultures colliding together. That's right the correct answer is orange county in anaheim
1: i was thinking anaheim and then i was thinking do they really have a lot of horse farms out, of, out yeah
0: orange well county? it's not well, farms cassie Go
1: ranches ahead, ranches
0: you got a lot of equestrian people down there
2: see that's why my mind was going to the islanders but until their until their new arena is completed and oh they, <laughs> they won't be number one And alas, the pause has uh, delayed production or uh, construction on their new building at Belmont.
0: Did they announce that? Yeah. um, Poop. uh,
2: Yeah, given the numbers in the state of New York, uh, yeah, pretty much all major construction projects have come to a halt. And the Islanders did release a statement about it. So I, I think we're slowly entering that territory where we have to consider the same with Seattle. Shush. Huh?
0: Well, I mean, what? you know, they're, they're still digging for gooey ducks. So let me know.
2: <laughs> go, go gooey ducks. Go, go gooey ducks.
1: I have a question with that. Don't go oh. into that yet unless you're ready to wrap this up. Go know. do it.
2: I mean, <laughs> I, I think I played the grumpy old man long enough. I don't know if I was Mathau or the other guy. <laughs> well, i Climate. Yeah, thank no. you. Oh, jeez. Well, bad. I
0: was I was going to go with Klugman, because you've got both the movie and the TV. Uh,
1: ah. That was the movie. Jack yeah. Lemmon. Yeah, odd couple. See?
0: See?
1: <sighs> but Walter Matthau was really a good cranky guy, I have to say.
0: And he wasn't even acting. Um <laughs> right? I think we better pull the shoot on this before I derail this. Anymore.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. So I, I do have a question, and and it pertains to this arena building thing. So last I saw, um, the governor of Washington State uh, Jay Inslee is is allowing construction on Key Arena to go through at least next week, and after that they're going to de- you know reassess and see if they will allow construction to continue. So, if, if construction is not allowed to continue on Key Arena or whatever it's going to be called, Starbucks Grounds, um, how do you see that playing out for Seattle in fall of 2021?
0: Amazon Prime now, Center. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I walked off our uh, rock tower.
0: Follow us on Twitter at 3v3podcast. This has been the 3v3 podcast sponsored by nobody